Hello, welcome to Whose Side Is It Anyway? The greatest debating podcast ever. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> you know, I love these intros. They're always so unpredictable. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of new ones each time. You know, mm. don't want to don't want to keep it. You don't want to make it go stale. Oh wait, so this is improv. What was the name of that improv show that was really famous? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> before we get sued, I'll uh, start the first debate. Um, I think I'll pick, yeah, that one. So the first one is getting a number one still matters. And I'll give Dave the pro to that for that one. Off you go. Okay, getting a number one still matters. This kind of music that is released to be a number one is not the kind of um, artistic design of the music that you, you kind of might listen to outside of this reason. It's commercial, it's a product, it's made to be released in a competitive market, and there's still only really one way that we want to define what is successful, and that is the most uh, streams or downloads, whatever, whatever makes it number one. That's the, the marker. Getting a number one totally doesn't matter. You said it yourself. Streams have been brought into it. Everybody can just leave their Spotify looping all day and Ed Sheeran gets to number one. You don't... There, there's just no meaning to it anymore. Now it's all been messed up. Nobody's flicking through like little seven inches spending their like thrupney bits on like Beatles singles. <laughs> it's all just... It's all been ruined. The chart is so... Everything on there is so out of sync with each other because people... Artists who are... In the, the streaming demographic and the artists who are in the like selling CDs to old people demographic um, relative to each other they have totally different characteristics of how they get on the charts and there's no there's no consistency anymore so a number one is just not just not important because it doesn't mean anything well it's definitely true that the way we define what a number one one hang on it's true that what we define a number one as has changed for example uh well as you know we included downloads a few years ago now there's streams but this is popular music we're talking about this is what we're trying to figure out what is the most popular music at the time and we still define that by what is number one but the thing is if we're defining something just as popular does that make it important in the old days when that was all we had when people couldn't really converse about music online and what music is good it was all just the country has a most popular song but now we have a world of music at our fingertips well i i would expand this debate as in it's not just what number you know being number one matters but the chart matters and that's important because it shows popularity for radio stations and what's trending and for djs that kind of thing being but number then one you could extend it to does all of that stuff matter does it matter as long as your music is good well, and as long case, as a how... small audience loves it, then uh, to what extent does that matter to you? How are we going to rank popular music that's released as a commercial product to sell in vast quantities? Well, I don't think you can really call music like a commodity. I don't think it's an off-the-shelf product. Uh, I don't know if I call it a commodity, but what I'm saying is when a, a song is released, for example, Ed Sheeran, it, it's released to be popular. It's released to reach lots of people and the way we mm -hmm. define that is who has listened to it the most you know how well, many people has it to to define it i just don't think the thing is being in the charts doesn't matter because nobody is looking at the charts anymore 
Do you even know what the last three number ones were? <laughs> if you're so in touch with products, what were the last three number ones in the UK? It's not the same. It's Nobody's not... paying attention, so That's therefore beca- it de facto doesn't matter by default if nobody's looking at it. Uh, it still matters to some people, and I think Ed Sheeran is actually a bad example because he released songs on an album which are listened to kind of equally what you have is like when I don't know someone like the Chainsmokers maybe where they just release a single every now and then and it gets to number one that's how you define that they are popular that's how we keep in touch that they are what people want to listen to if we didn't have charts <clears throat> you just have people releasing music and be like well who likes it I don't know so, I heard it here so and then I'm going to have to uh, cut you that, off that, sorry it, it no. expired about a minute ago but it was so meaty I thought I'd leave it going a bit longer uh-huh. so uh yeah, your time's up. Um, yeah, I think I'll give. I think I'll give that to Thornton. Yeah, Tom. Is, yeah, I he's the winner that. there. That because, was a tricky one. Yeah, I, d- I don't think they're relevant anymore. Really, no, I couldn't. I don't. I never know what the number one is. No, I don't think. I can remember being a kid and people paying attention to it. It was broadcast on like a Sunday, wasn't it, or something? Yeah, yeah they had the charts and then top of the mm. pops which strangely came out the end of the following week on a friday which was like what's, <laughs> what's the point in that what, what was the point of that show i, like I just a don't week know or so to sound check the smiths or whatever didn't it yeah i think in like the 80s or whatever it was a really good idea and really mm. cool but now we can just listen to literally anything we want yeah i think you can even if you don't go down the artsy road of like or well, like Pink Floyd is the only music that matters, and therefore nobody should listen to Katy Perry. I think like, even if you cast that aside, you can, you can see that music that isn't validated by the charts probably still has a large audience. There are other ways to tell that than the charts. Yeah. Mm. Who knows? Basically, Anybody that's have... the only measure on how popular music is, is how many people have listened to it. <laughs> yeah, so, it's all about what it sells at the end of the day. By default, we have the chart. Is If streams are included in the charts, is everything included? Like any stream? I think something has to be streamed like 20 times to match one purchase or something like that, right. doesn't it? But what if you listen to like really old music? Well, there's, always, there's always old songs in the chart. Is there? Yeah, especially yeah. if you look at the album charts, it's always Dark Side of the Moon, Rumours. Really? Oh, that's yeah. Cool. Like, number three was, like, um, a, f- a few weeks ago, it was, like, the Sgt. Pepper's re-release or something. Oh, right, yeah, that's when, like, re-releases come out. But, I mean, mm. like, there's music from every generation's on Spotify, so is that being, like, equally entered for the charts all the time? I guess so, yeah. That's when cool. someone like, like that. When someone dies, I imagine... When mm. Paul McCartney dies, there'll be Beatles songs at number one. What you mean in the sixties? Who? What? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> no, no. I know, I know what you're on about, and it's not even it's not even contemplate going there. Sorry, this isn't that kind of podcast. <laughs> yeah. I must have missed some kind of joke or reference. And... It's fine. Um, how about you put us out of our misery? And we go into the next page. Yeah, before we oh, start. Oh, I think I get it. I think you oh, mean his career died. Hooray, yay. <laughs> what? His career died in the 60s. No, no. No, no. Oh. It's just Google Paul is dead. Have a quick Google in a minute. Yeah, oh, just look up Paul that's is even, dead. That's even worse than my idea of 
in his career dying in the 60s. Yeah, I just... Well, yeah. Did his career die in the 60s? I don't really know. I don't know enough about him. I guess the last Beatles album was 1970, right? Yeah. So. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> nobody's interested in Paul McCartney's career path. <laughs> Every um, single episode has a mention of the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not even fans. I don't know why that always happens. <laughs> hey, I was uh, actually listening to the Beatles this morning. I know. Yeah. I, I saw that actually. Oh, you saw you little. Nothing gets past you, does it? Nope. <laughs> uh, okay. So the next debate is: there is no situ- social situation that can't be improved with a board game. Okay. To- uh, Tom, I'll give you the pro. Off you go. Okay, so I'm Tom, I'm taking the pro. There is no social situation that can't be improved with a board game. Just think of all the interactions you have in your normal sort of day. Okay, so you wake up, probably don't see anybody, and then breakfast, maybe you see somebody else who lives in your house. Play a board game, you know, break the ice every morning, you wake your brain up, That you have more fun, you get to know the person. That situation has just been improved with a board game. I mean, your day-to-day social situations are like that, but even your more out-there ones, like at a wedding, you know, you sort of sit your friends down who don't know each other that well. You know, put Scrabble in the middle of the table, they'll be having a blast, the drinks will flow, everything's good. Right. (laughs) You're thinking of this far too single-mindedly, where every social situation you encounter is normal and nothing is weird. Let me (laughs) Let me picture you this, okay? Okay. You're at the dentist and you're in the waiting room and, <laughs> and sat opposite you is some Mexican fella who doesn't speak English <laughs> and on the table next to you is a game of Scrabble. I don't think it's going to be improved by playing Scrabble. <laughs> that well, no, situation be, is... Because the Mexican guy might be nervous and, you know, need some light-hearted japes and jives. So... You think Scrabble will improve the situation? He's going to be like, amigo, I don't know how to play this game. I don't speak English. <laughs> well, well already then, he's got like 10 words he can try and score <laughs> okay. points with. I mean, amigo's got to be quite a high scorer. What does G get you? Is G like three or four? That's not bad. Uh, I don't think you yeah. can't have other languages, though, can you? Pretty sure. Well, okay. <laughs> you could expand the rules to include him. Okay, Oof. so that's one situation. Another mm-hmm. situation is... Uh, I don't know, you, you, you're backstage on Jeremy Kyle's show when everyone's kind of up in arms because you've done something. And mm-hmm. I can't imagine they do, but just behind the set, they've got a part of ball games. <laughs> That's what they do when they bring and in that like, guy with the glasses. Yeah. And when they like, bring him Sorry out. to interrupt your game of guess who. But we got to go on on air now. Well, no, that's good. It will break the ice, and you know, before you get plugged into a mic or whatever, you have to do your vocal exercises. So you know, getting your tone right, saying, "Does this guy have glasses?" It gives you something other to say rather than like testing, testing one, two. You know, it's a good little backstage prep. You know, flick down the boards, ask some questions, warm your voice up, get into character. That is just using the board game as a tool. the The, the art of playing the board game doesn't improve the situation. Well, See, there's so a, many of these... A tool can improve a situation, that's fine. Well, you can do that without the board game. It's better to talk and talk to the guy with glasses. <laughs> I don't know what you two are talking about. Who's the guy with glasses? Is this I me? Know. I don't know what he's talking about either. <laughs> I think I he's the guy... who said it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't... Oh, no, the guy on Jeremy Kyle, the, like the mediator, when 
then you have to like sort out some like he's addicted to drugs and they whip out is he called like graham or something i don't know and you're like he, he like swoops them away into into a safety a bit like stars in their eyes they go through there and they come out a new man you have been unemployed for too long <laughs> yeah. yeah. and I if that he... doesn't get your mum to listen to this podcast i don't know what will <laughs> No, I don't listen. I don't watch Jeremy Carr. It was uh, that was last year. That was that was when I had that was when I was at uni. Oh right, so it's even worse when you are employed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't employed, but uh, anyway, I think uh, I think I'll give Dave that one. Oh, oh man. yeah. Not not the the racist caricature kind of put me off a little bit but uh <laughs> because every mexican person calls every white person an amigo <laughs> and can't speak english <laughs> but this yeah. particular guy in this particular dentist establishment dentist <laughs> establishment <laughs> why is he going to a dentist in a country where he doesn't speak the language because he's got toothache <laughs> <laughs> mexican with toothache yeah what are you saying about the dental hygiene practices of Latin America? <laughs> I'm saying that it might be very good, but this particular guy has got toothache. How come a Mexican can get an appointment at the dentist, but I can't? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good that's a good point in my favour because you'd be annoyed at him, being like, um, <laughs> "Why have you got an appointment when I can't get one?" Yeah, and everybody knows the best peace pipe is a game of Scrabble. <laughs> Now I've yeah. had many many arguments over Scrabble because people put words that aren't obviously <laughs> yes. words, and you're like, that's not a word. And like, yeah, of course it is. It's weird, isn't it? Because there are like there are words that are in the dictionary, but just like aren't words. So it's sort of a flawed game. Yeah. Mm. Especially when you do it. Have you ever played? You ever play it on your phone? And no. then, like I used to, play, I play it sometimes. Not the recently, but I used to play it with. Um, someone and he would just like put different words in and make it check and then it comes up with this like random word that you've never ever spoken in your life and it counts oh, and it's like right. 48 points yeah if it's if there's like a computer checking for you and you don't have to go through the dictionary yourself you can just like try anything can't you yeah and that really annoys me and that that doesn't make the the social situation better that just makes no. you fall out that's well a good that's point. you know that's abuse that's misuse yeah that's, um, yeah that's not the spirit of the board game Maybe I should have said that board games get competitive and induce fights and anger and stuff, and that it does and not then improve any. Jeremy Kyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talking to Graham. <laughs> Graham with glasses. Yeah. He's apparently some sort of celebrity. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a picture of him in a minute, and you're gonna see who I mean. I think I know who you mean. I think behind the set they have like proper doctors and like therapists and stuff like that <laughs> yeah. and this guy is one of them have you two ever played a board game called Kylus Magna Carta <laughs> no. no oh well that's where I came up with the um, with the breakfast thing because me and Molly played that with breakfast this morning and that's why I just got board games in my head anyway what it's game fun. is this? it's called Kylus Magna Carta like, my god so you, yeah. does she just have everything in Latin these days? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, man. I struggle to uh, to get along. She's like the Mexican in the dentist, except <laughs> the Latin speaker in the dentist. <laughs> I've just seen that photo of Graham. Yeah. Oh, what? Did you post a photo of Graham? <laughs> I did, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. It's not who I was thinking of. Maybe oh, they really? have several different people. Who's that? I've never seen that person before. 
Uh, he looks what, like so he's he, on there for he, a problem. Is he like the bouncer? He <laughs> no, 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 no. That's Steve. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Security Steve. See, Dave obviously watches it more than me. What is I, that real? I thought that was just a joke. No, when I'm at work and I'm having breakfast. Oh, um, you play a board game? Don't watch Jeremy Carl. I watch Jeremy Carl whilst I'm having my breakfast. That's bad form. That's bad form. Yeah, I don't really like it. It's very like disturbing to watch sometimes. What breakfast? No, Jeremy Kyle. <laughs> well, as a uh, enough about Jeremy Kyle because it's terrible. I think mm. we can all agree. Uh I think that about wraps it up for this episode, I think. Wouldn't Ooh, you say? Another week down. Yeah. Yeah. Good going. Mm. Yeah, so uh We'll, Remember, uh, um, yeah, if you made get, it this far, you're obligated to hit like and comment a, uh, a debate topic for next week. Yeah, yeah we'd new, love to debate some suggestions. New debates are always appreciated, yeah, so leave us Definitely. a like. Debates on a postcard to uh, Toby's house. Uh, yeah, I'm always, uh, they're always wanted. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. hit like, tell your mum, tell your nan. See you later. And we'll see you in the next one. <laughs>